Factory direct to you from the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios, fueled by Game Day Vodka. This is the Doc and Z Show. I love sitting here in the back of the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios here with props. Yo, yo. Doc, you look good. You are looking like you are red snapper fishing ready. Ooh, snappers. Man, it's just the weekend this year is right before we go to the Keys, so it's a little more more stressful, a little different because of the fact that... Um, Quick turn. I got to work tomorrow, dude. And so instead of waking up tomorrow at or being at the place right now, getting ready to wake up at 5 a.m. to go fishing, I got to work till 11 and then i gotta drive over there and i gotta get them both so hopefully tomorrow afternoon the weather will hold off for me it's supposed to be calm seas but uh hopefully the storms will hold off and we can get out take kids out and uh pull in a few red snapper we'll see what happens saturday is my hardcore day though may mother ocean be with you yes um respect the sea so doc let me ask you a question so the atlantic from the the north tip of Maine to the south tip of Key West. Only day you can fish and keep red snapper. Is that true? That's two days. Two days. So One if we're per in Virginia, person. If we're in Virginia hanging out, red snapper applies same way. Correct. Are they fishing red snapper in July? Like we are down here because the waters aren't as That's a good warm. question. I'm not 100% hmm. sure, but... I don't know. Z brings up a good point. He does. I I don't know how far north they go. But it's federal water, so that would be constitute pretty much all the way up the coast. All the way up the coast. But, it, yeah, I don't know how far up the red snapper bite goes. I think that's, you know, but the reason is because you you can go to the Gulf, and it's a whole totally different. It's it's a totally different governed body of water. And that is a unique thing with, you know, Florida. Not too many other states, if any, have that where you have the... Well, the, yeah, because you figure all the Gulf of Mexico... The only state that has the Gulf of Mexico and the Atlantic is Florida. Because you go on the Gulf of Mexico side, you've got uh, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas. You know, those are all Gulf of Mexico states. And then, like, if you've got Georgia, Georgia's not on the Gulf of Mexico. Georgia's on the Atlantic, South Carolina, yeah. North Carolina. So... Florida's got both bodies of water, so we can pick a side, you know, but it's, I've always fished the Atlantic side, and unfortunately, the Atlantic side is just not governed as well, in my opinion, is not governed as well as Gulf of Mexico. Well, that thing would be... I think we're just going to make some more trips to the West Coast. We are. We we will. Because and it, it'll be coming up in the fall, so hopefully we can go once or twice. That's July 14th and 15th. So the end of the Gulf of Mexico red snapper season is July 31st. It's It's gone from June 16th, and it goes to July 31st straight through. And then they take a break, and then it opens back up, I think, in September or October. Or maybe it's like every weekend in October, every weekend in November, or something like that. It's like later in the fall, but it's like every weekend they, they open it back up. Atlantic side, they basically say, Here's two days. Two days. That's two hundred fifty dollars of fish, yeah, and uh, by much. the time you go out there and buy the bait and fuel and everything else, yep, you got a two hundred fifty dollars snapper. Yep. And even though Lombardi's is expensive, I think it still might be a little cheaper. Oh, it's, <laughs> my goodness gracious! So yeah, Georgia, same laws. Same laws. Same laws. 
Yeah. So then the key is to, <clears throat> if you have one per person and you're out there. One. I mean, one. I mean, I, come I mean, on, you got to hunt for the slob. Well, right. I you mean, can, really. You have your choice of putting it back. Like you have, you know, you can take that small red snapper you catch early on and put it back and hopefully, you know, yeah. it goes on because that's another a thing that you do. Don't forget your descending device. Just be ready. You know, let's be safe and make sure you're prepared when you go on the water because I think that, you know, being prepared, you know, saves lives. Well, well the, the, the biggest thing is like for tomorrow, like I had to work because I'm going to the Keys next weekend. So I'm going to be off for, you know, 10 days. And so I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. Like I got to see patients in the morning. Pretty stacked. It's funny because Kendra was checking all these people out today, and and they're like, "Oh, so he's only work. Must be nice to just come in and work for three hours." And she's just like, "You know, he could take the whole dang day off and go fishing, but he's not because he wants to take care of his patients." But nobody understands that. Nobody, of course not. Here's what I understand. Hey, if I you don't make time for yourself, name, Doc, yeah, nobody's gonna make it for you. I understand that it, your name's on the building, but yeah, and it's, you sign it's, it, and it's funny too because like. Friday's been full and I'm and I'm squeezing like earlier in the week I'm squeezing a few people in but I'm like dude I can't squeeze too many people in because then I'm gonna go till noon you know what I mean so I'm like trying and but I'm like right now I'm like I can't physically put any more people on my schedule if I want to get out of there because I mean I I would like to enjoy the afternoon but I'm gonna take the girls out my daughter's out my dad's going he's got a couple of his friends from the condo so it should be hopefully if the weather cooperates, the seas should cooperate, but the, hopefully the storms will cooperate and we'll be able to get out to a spot and throw a few in the boat. Hammer down. Have a good little little dinner. Hammer so, down. Absolutely. Hammer down out of Ponce Inlet. Yeah, man. Well, That's hopefully so. that there's not too many yahoos when you go out there because I mean everybody and whatever kind of craft that they can come up with know. is going out That's there. That's the thing about a calm trying, day. Trying you know, to go, you know. You're gonna have people like in your 16 foot skiff going out there. Absolutely, you know, pontoon boat, and they're practically, you know, riding right up on you. Riding up on you here at the Doc and Z Show, where we're spinning with props. Yo yo. So we are here at the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios, <clears throat> which, of course, we always wear our gear and always check out ReefDonkeyFishing.com. Get your Reef Donkey gear, Doc. You're going on the boat. I know. You and anybody that rides on the backcracker has their reef donkey gear on. Giddy up. And that's from your 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 neck to your long sleeved into those sexy pants that you wear. Or maybe it's just that you make those pants look sexy. But make sure you wear I tried to. reefdonkeyfishing.com. I'll tell you who's been representing though is D Batch, dude. D Batch he, and he's, he's been going out. And Chuck. Yeah. Chuck and LBG, uh, Amanda. Chuck, Amanda, everybody like They've been the Apopka crew. All the people we know Absolutely. from Apopka has been representing reef donkey fishing. They've been, they've been catching good, good stocks of uh, of seafood as well. You know the the scalloping last week they loaded up. I mean, caught a nice cobe this week. Caught a you know life nice. caught a cobe out of um, St. Augustine, and you know definitely uh, representing representing well. APK, which is of course why you guys have the uh, a nice. Nice blue cooler, yeah. Because of course, Apopka, the Absolutely. the blue and blue and white. And of you, course, those coolers are built factory direct. Hey, you can put a wine bottle standing straight up in there. That's that's something to be said for those mimosa drinkers. I well, now what that does also prop is that keeps your mimosa, so it keeps on giving. So you're not two hours later, you know, stuck there with warm water in your cooler. You have ten days 
depending if it's going to be on the equator directly in the sun 24 7 nine days it probably but if you're going to put it you know here in florida guaranteed 10 days baby yep ice vault that's how we do it here that's how we do it here boo boo better than ai ai kamala are you trying to are you talking about kamala harris he's got ai written on the board we need to bring it up so it's two two letters ai artificial intelligence did you guys see that that most recent 60 minutes conversation with kamala harris oh no where she was talking about the about the what were we just talking talking about there ai yeah the ai and she's like it's two letters ai artificial intelligence it's really cool it's neat and she goes on like she's talking to some like you think she's talking to kindergartners and she's talking to a room full of adults donors sound like a, a jackass and then she comes out and says that there's inequity on airplanes in the bathrooms so she's going to do something about that so fyi so for those people who do fly inequity or inequality well um she is going to create equity meaning that the women's bathrooms for those women who want to go to the bathroom and they need a little more space don't have it right because they're unisex in the airplane just like the government probably wants it to be so yeah she's upset unisex you mean you and i sex well so <laughs> raise your hand if you if, if you've if you haven't had sex on an airplane before nope i have not mile high club is not in my uh i haven't done it mile high club but anyhow a high artificial intelligence what if you Thanks, try Kamala. to what so what do you do if if you're have the opportunity to join the mile high club and you go in there and big john has just dropped a big deuce and big it, john. you know how bad those things stink when somebody goes in there and just lets her rip what do you do in that situation when you're like all hot and heavy and you're like all right go in there and you go in and you can't even breathe because it smells so bad well when you mash the button does that go out to the bottom <laughs> of the airplane where does that go i mean because it almost kind of takes the scent with it sometimes depending <laughs> on how much blue you got in there not always brother not if you go in there and just really i mean if you had cabbage and you might just uh, have kibasi the night before boy that shit. And so you might asparagus. just have to pump it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, gosh, that would probably be a you're, uh, you're turn going, off. Uh, you know, uh, you're you're not gonna join the Mile High Club after. Big what do you, what John. say you, Z? What do you think? Well, I think Drop we get the, the, do you do it anyways? No, I think we have no. to first take a step back and let's talk about the etiquette of flying. Right, first and foremost, they try to keep the bathrooms clean at the airport for a reason. All right. And so you want to go there because you do not want to do that in the bathroom in the airplane. I mean, really, who wants to go feet. Nobody. I, I mean, I get it. There but old are Billy Bob that just went to the pork stand. I mean, he might let her just, I mean, he might have hit some turbulence back there and then <laughs> just wet the whole back of the toilet. And then you go down there and plop, plop down. Are no we, way. It's like when you coach, right? If you're coaching, um, and you're on the road, you never, you never go to the bathroom like that in your bathroom in the room. It's just not fair. But back to what we were talking about here. So would you do it or not? 
if you uh, if you had the opportunity to join the Mile High Club and old Billy Bob came out of there dropping the the, the right. cabbage well, that's and kibasi. That's that's a that's a hypothetical with so many variations. Yes or no? Here's what I would tell you. I would it would be solo because whoever it was going to be with. I mean, at that point, it's not my decision. Right. If there's someone else, I mean, how do you get in there? You, you barely turn around in there as it I is. Know, I mean, wash your hands. You and try know not darn to touch well. The wall. You know darn well if it was up to you or any of us. Yes, for sure. We could sit there. And I mean, at that point in time, somebody's standing on the toilet. What so we, just don't do it. Right. Or not in there. But there are circumstances where you have to. Beefy. You have to go. I'd say probably. I'd probably say, you know, one out of every 150 flights, maybe. Where you have to go, like where you can't hold it. When we were flying with the girls, all I know is when we were flying, I felt something warm as we were approaching into Chicago. Ooh. And as we're trying to figure it out, we realized that the shit is leaking from the side of the diaper all over my pants. And because we we're wondering what it smelled. So oh you want to talk gosh. about just, which which girl was that? That was that was Alexa. She was oh, really all, it was when she was I don't like, see Alexa doing that. Well, I she see was, Emma no, definitely she, doing she that. She was like a I'm, I see Emma doing it and enjoying it. Right. <laughs> I'm just looking at you going, <laughs> actually. All right. Back to AI. So what's, what's the deal with the inequity in the plane, in the bathrooms? It's just not big enough for the women. What's it? What are you, are you looking? Explain the definition of artificial intelligence. Watch this. AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then if we think about what machine, what information is going in. So to reduce it down to its most simple point, this is part of the issue that we have here. Uh, what? Did you understand that, Kelly? <laughs> Uh, what what does that even mean? It means that she's, that English. She's trying to say that if you don't feed the internet the information, then it doesn't know how to function. But the information's already out there because these are on like servers upon servers upon servers. That's how this AI, you know. So she's saying if you don't type the keyword into Google, it won't process. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> essentially. And then she, if you're looking for. Um, types of airplanes and then the acronym on google AI. and you don't i and you don't type it in i mean this Jeez. is at the uh she's talking to the nursing home or what is she talking to well there's a there's different platforms coming as you know everybody's trying to race to get the next best thing you got threads now trying to become the new twitter sure um and you have chat g you know this gpt uh, yep yeah, gpt which is an, an ai driven um, platform that listens to key you know phrases and it provides you information back that is programmed to give it to you back right because they don't know infinite well it's it's pretty so cool it's because catered to a certain you can be catered to a certain style of thought and or outcomes or equality or a profession or equity because there's a lot of ai that would potentially take over people's jobs because of the fact is it knows so it's pretty cool how that works because if you go like to a chat GPT type program, uh, we could put in several facts about our relationship together as friends and what things where we've traveled or wherever the case is. And it would write like a, a story 
bio, whatever it is, you know, about us using, you know, facts that it's given. So when you put that on the internet, all of the accounting information, all of these different professions, you know, as far as rhetoric, dialogue, thought, and it has the ability to process that information and give it back to, that's why they have to watch out for, you know, students because they're using AI to write essays. It's like LinkedIn on like a LinkedIn on steroids times countless and think how they were, they were controlling the message before with Twitter, right? We have so many different platforms that you have access in America to so many different things. It's hard to keep something a secret, but you go outside of America, you're in, I'm not going to say I can tell you all the countries, but you can only get one platform. You can only get one message. You can only get this like the Chinese do. Yeah. Information is limited, but if you have the opportunity to look at it on Google or whatever the case is, AI is really cool. And there's, you know, been some pretty much in as a topic of controversy, just because of the fact is what it can do, how it's going to shape, you know, the way we function and what information we're given, um, whether it's doing something for you because it'll cook, it's, you know, it, tell you how to cook and things like that. The easiest way to break it down. It's like when you search something on Google mm-hmm. and you get an answer or you get the things that pop up and then you go to Bing, something different comes up. Yep. You go to Chrome, something different comes up or AOL, whatever it may be. Firefox. Sure. Those are all you're, you're getting different information because they're hierarchical different. Exactly. Depending on what they're uh, it's a different type of control system. Sure. Mechanism. Uh, mechanism, mechanism, mechanism but that's going to be the future for intelligence for sure. They're going to have things automated for you. Of course, wherever we go, four. we spin with props to the technology future universe. Props is like AI, dude. He always has answers. And that's how I was, and thanks. To, I'm glad you brought that <laughs> up because sometimes I don't know if props is really human. No, I just like to read. Yes, so props two plus two. What what are we going to? Just two, two plus two. Four. Okay. Well, Green Bay Packer that war number four. Farb. You see what I mean? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> amazing. Who, who was who is the current Minnesota Viking quarterback that wears number eight? Kirk Cousins. Dingo. Yeah, speaking of Dingo, Dingo. Kalingo. Kalingi Dingo. So, yeah, speaking of that, I want to go right into that. They just started the Netflix series quarterback that is basically uh, done. It's it's Peyton Manning Productions or whatever he sure. calls his company. Um, So he is doing it based what on. What an original name. I, it's Peyton not Manning it's, Productions. It's not. I just came up with that, but it's Peyton oh, Manning. Because that would be awesome. It's Peyton yeah, Manning Productions. I, I don't know what his production company is, but he's the one doing it. Do you see so, how simplified that is? Peyton Manning Productions, and then the name is a quarterback. So here's a funny story for not you. So first of all, let me explain. Quarterback is Netflix series that's based on Pat Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota, the three quarterbacks, and it just goes through all of last year through starting from the season and they go through just home life and they go through the games and their preparation and just a lot of, I've only seen one, one episode so far, but it's, it's really good from, from what I hear. And 
so far the first episode was great and it's it's just very telling of of what these guys have to do it's not just all fun and games on sunday oh gosh and it just it shows the work that has to go into it but um there was a premiere in la uh last week or, or no i'm sorry earlier this week monday i think it was and all the everybody went the quarterbacks were there uh kirk uh his brother went and this, that's who was telling me about it uh his brother kyle who's a great guy they went to la and it was in the movie theater across the street from the netflix studios and um so they got to watch i i don't know if they watched the entire thing but the funny thing he said was uh Peyton Manning wasn't there. He is on family vacation right now in Italy. And he goes, you know what's what's so funny and what's so cool about Peyton Manning? And he's like, only Peyton Manning can get away with this. He's like, we're in the theater, and before the show starts, Peyton Manning is live streaming on his iPhone. <laughs> he goes on his iPhone in his hotel in Italy just going, you know, thank you guys for – for everybody that was involved with making this, it turned out great. I'm very happy. Thanks everybody for coming out and watching it. I hope you enjoy, you know, whatever. What See you a later. Badass. And he's like, you would think a big production like that, everybody's in the theater, that you would have like some sort of setup, but he's just doing it right on his iPhone, just as like a little FaceTime deal. <laughs> he's like, only Peyton Manning can get away with it. But he's like, he did great. And he's like, he's such a good guy. Man. Yeah, I mean, and Peyton Manning's Omaha productions it's omaha Productions. omaha Productions. omaha yep. omaha, yep. omaha production again very oh that's fitting. very original yeah it is omaha productions but they teamed up with the nfl and and made it but yeah well, what is great dude. what looking just... forward to getting to it props we're going to cuddle up and have some popcorn here absolutely so kendra, kendra was talking about watching episodes two and three tonight without me i'm like oh no dude Ooh, it's in red oh. snapper season eve i know but she, you know, uh, you know, you, you know what? Why don't you do this? Why don't you tell her to go ahead and do it? Reverse psychology. Tell her to do it. You'll be disappointed. You'll try to catch up if you can, and just make her feel bad. Yeah. Now, if you go in there and she's already done it, watch the same. Then you go. You, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Whatever. Busting at the seams. She's gonna do what she's gonna do. Another documentary that I've been watching that you guys would probably enjoy. It's on HBO Max or called Max now. Cinemax. It's um, Sean the Sean White documentary. It's uh, it's called Sean White, the Last Run or something like that. And it basically it bounces all around through his timelines over the years. But dude, it is awesome. I mean, that guy is is something else, man. His dedication to snowboarding and competing and winning and and he's been doing it since he was like 10 but one cool story on that and I he mean, was dominant it's, it's been great I've, i'm only halfway through the documentary right now but one funny story one really neat story that kind of tells who this guy is and how competitive he is and how much he wants to win you know he was always the young dude the young guy he was real little he was just so talented he was competing with snowboarders that were like 16, 18, 21 years old when he was like, I want to say he was like 12 or 13 or something like that. So these guys, they were in like Japan and they were doing, you know, their, their competition. And he 
he was young, so he wasn't into partying or drinking or anything. And these other guys were, they were older. So they went out and they partied and drank and they were like hung over the next day. And they went, hey, there were like eight of them. And he's like, they were like, Hey, why don't we, we're hung over, you know, screw the competition. You know, we'll just go out there and do our best, whatever, put on a show, but who cares about winning? Let's just split the pot, whatever the, the winner and the second place and the third place, let's just put it all together and split it. And Sean White had been out there training and he was like crushing it. And he's like, he's he's not hung over and he's not drinking because he's so young. And he's like, I he goes, I knew I could win this event. And he goes, I had to make a decision whether or not I wanted to fit in with that crowd or if I just wanted to to prove a statement and win. And he goes, I told him, I said, no, man. I'm competing, period. He's like, I'm going after it. I want to win. And he goes, those guys gave him crap the entire time because he wasn't a team player. And he freaking won the thing. He won 50 grand and a car. And I'm like, duh. And that, that was like his defining moment. And then after that, he just, he was like a millionaire by the time he was it. 16. So he's got... And then, you know, fast forward to today, now his net worth is $65 million. Yeah, it's crazy. He's got five Olympic gold medals. He's the yeah. most, you know, winningest X. Uh, X Games yeah. gold medals. He he won a skateboard and a snowboard gold medal in X Games. Like, he he's so, it's just, dude, it's a really good documentary. And it just, and he, I mean, some of the injuries these guys get is. You got to have some brass balls. Oh, my that. gosh, dude. It's crazy. You have got to have brass balls, period. Like, I mean, to crazy. throw yourself, what, 35 feet in the air or yeah. whatever the case is and throw a trick and you're like, hey, man, I don't want to catch an edge and knock but my it's, teeth But it's just cool. When I watch these documentaries, man, it's just motivating. It just kind of make it just makes you want to, you know, just go after it, dude. It's, Absolutely. It's cool. Just in, you know, in life in general and work ethic and all that stuff. Right. So. And, and not, not following the crowd and then knowing you could do that. And then to kind of change the whole... Um, I mean, really elevate, you know, the, the U S Olympic team in, in that sense when yes. it comes to snowboarding. Yeah. Just a, it's a really neat. So both of generational those, changer, both of those documentaries, man, should be cool. I look forward to, to watching the rest of them. And, uh, but yeah, I know. I mean, that's kind of my thing. It's just funny, man, because like I look for these different documentaries and, and just, they all tend to be some, some like a motivational like type of thing just to, from a work ethic standpoint. It's pretty cool. You know what else is pretty cool? Is wearing your Reef Donkey fishing gear. Again, go to ReefDonkeyFishing.com and do your promo code Doc and Z. Again, it's time to get it. And don't forget about your blue cooler that match your APK blue and white colors you got coming up. And of course, those are build factory direct to you. Uh, there'll be another sale on uh, Labor Day weekend, just like there was on 4th of July. So if coming you up, it, speaking of labor, Day. Speaking of labor, the fruit of your labor, or however that works, props. You have recently been working through what a lot of people just deem as estate planning, and not many people get to go through that and not even really understand what estate planning is because you're, you know, real quick, just kind of just real explain the situation and kind of then what you're going through. Well, it's but, just one of those things that, uh, you know, as the cycle of life goes, our parents get older and. I'm at the stage of my life where I've already lost uh, uh, my my dad, 
And now it's my mom that I'm taking care of. And just it's important for people um, to make sure that they have good wills, um, you know, estate planning in general, as far as, you know, where do you want your belongings to go? What do you want to do with your home? You know, if you pass or what are, what are your final wishes and those types of things. But, um, furthermore, it's just a, a matter of being able to sustain yourself as your parents get older and making arrangements for them as they begin to decline or fail or, you know, maybe have, uh, you know, an affliction of disease or something like that. Um, but just being able to go through and protect your assets, you know, uh, so is this some people call it in your inheritance or whatever you want to call it. But at the same token, um, if your parents have any kind of assets and obviously you would want to safeguard them and there's certain ways that you would do so by going through an estate planning attorney. Um, a lot of them call them elder law attorneys, but, uh, it's really something that everybody should be doing because of the fact is that, uh, otherwise it gets caught up in probate any kind of, uh, well, they, so you talk, the thing is, is, is when, you know, if something happens to your parents and, and, and this is happening a lot now. So nursing homes and assisted living facilities cost a fortune. Correct. So like, you know, your parents, if, if they have to go in there, I mean, they are just draining the bank account at, a level that's just unheard of. I mean, it's, it's upwards of a hundred thousand dollars a year or well, more. Sure. I mean, and if you don't have the money in an estate or in a, in a trust or something of that nature, you know, then they can, they can go after it. Absolutely. So, it gets caught up in probate. And then uh, typically for Medicaid, the, your home or your homestead is not eligible to be considered an asset. But on the back end, after you pass, if they had to kick in any, you know, obviously level of funding for you, then they can, if you don't have that properly structured, then they can actually let, you know, leverage against, you know, the home that was. Yeah. And so, um, unfortunately for those people that don't have this type of planning done, um, which is probably the majority. Of exactly. People. Because 90% of the people say, well, it's not going to be my parents or whatever the case is, but I lived it. So I'm just here to tell people that, Hey, um, so you're you know, saying, I'm, Hey, listen, guys, make sure you have your assets together. Now, well, it's not just your assets. Just exactly get your sure. assets in so check. Did you get this? So were you working on this prior to, did your parents have this set up? So are you starting it from fresh? To where you're now? No, my parents know. were great estate planners because the fact is they were able to retire when my dad was 50, and basically sustained my mom, which was she was paralyzed, uh, you know, on her left side, and that's been the case for the last 25 years. So, uh, but my parents were consummate planners, and you know, I have a basically a living will with my mom, and or my parents in the beginning. I have you know durable power of attorney. I can make decisions for them. You know, all of those types of things when you trust your family members, you know, to act in your best interest. And so now we're at the, you know, kind of the end of time or the planning of, you know, towards the end here um, to make sure that, you know, upon my mom's passing or anything else, whenever that may be, that everything is basically protected and is taken care of. So she passes peacefully and obviously just like the normal procession of, of death. But at the same token, um, from an asset standpoint and a trust standpoint and all those types of things, it's important. Z, um, and she can't, he, she, Z, he can't just gift it to you. Do you have a will set up for you and Jen? 
when we had a will set up when we first went international after Alexi was born. Mm-hmm. Um, she they, she was born in March, and then we went um, to a wedding in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. We put a will together in case something happened. Yeah, left all our debt to my brothers, and then all the assets to her beautiful sister. <laughs> but as simple as that, Z, you know, that's have a, you had it updated since Emma? That's a that's estate planning. So that's a because you need to get on it. I mean, you never know, man. I like I I did one with Kendra. It's it's a weird thing to do, man. But Kendra and I did it. You know, but it's important. Three or four years, five I, five years ago, probably right before COVID, but. You know, set everybody in place, and you know this is where the what the kids get, and this is what, you know, who takes over for this or that, and it How wasn't we, that expensive. It was it no, was pretty, and that's why I'm uh, saying it. it's just good, solid insurance yep. to make sure that your you know wishes are because seen you through. never know how families are going to act when it comes to. Oh, I know. Yeah, sure. I'm all about like the that. negativity on that. Yep. Money makes people funny. Yeah. So if you have it planned, then there's pretty much no argument so an average you're looking at from a semi-private to uh, a private room uh, at a nursing facility in florida anywhere from eighty six hundred dollars a month to as high as on average again to ninety six hundred dollars almost ten thousand dollars a month yeah so 120 grand a year so it doesn't take long to deplete the old uh, savings i mean if you have a $500,000 $500,000 in your retirement plan that basically when you're that age and you're like, okay, well, I don't need this money anymore. It, it should be in a trust because that should then go to your children or whatever, not to pay for the nursing home. Correct. That's if you just have, basically exactly. trying to take the money. Medicaid would kick in at that point in time. If you need skilled nursing, Medicare kicks in. They don't do too much for assisted living, but they only pay like that's a lot of month. That's, a month. I mean, yeah, that's triple, double. I mean, the only people that can afford that that are getting that much in, back in their Social Security are guys that probably were making a couple. But the trick is the year. Medicare Medicaid program is very confusing. Yes, and so a lot of people cannot navigate the you know ins and outs of it as to what you qualify for, what assets are you know considered, you know leverageable and because well, so, all of a sudden anyhow, you're consult your, your attorney it's a great deal consult um, your attorney it's not a everybody. good insurance policy for anybody so do your estate planning and that's all it is well who do you recommend well, who's an estate plan who's an attorney you recommend uh, i've used kirsten heather kirsten uh, here in orlando um and most recently the olson law group uh on 580 wdbo yep i like olson it. on law baby uh, no i'm thinking of what's the guy that's good looking and um Justin Clark. That's not Justin Clark. Nope. Very good. Very good. So, Doc, enjoy your last sip. And enjoy your your VP status as you watch your AI on your TV. Uh, Thoughts from Afar by Jack Handy. So, do you think the AI is going to become like the TV? It'll be a version of it. It'll do things for you. It's kind of like Alexa. Yeah. So a basically, your your assistant is Com- done through the artificial intelligence. Are they going to pick up your laundry? They're going to clean the house. They're going to get the mail. They're going to do well, all that. That's a robot, I mean, but this and is exactly. more just on a spoken level. So now you're getting level. lazy. 
Well, you know what? We'll wait and we'll talk about that next time because we'll see how that progresses. But I like the control. Or do I like the control? I don't, I don't know, man. You know, regardless, ready or not, here it comes. Ready or not. Well. Ooh, I'm getting a little naughty. You guys in summertime here? Who is it is summertime? Do you, you guys know who sings this song? Will Smith. Will Smith. And DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh, DJ right. Jazzy Jeff. That's right. Well, it is summertime, boys. Well, Will Smith had something to do with, with a was it a commercial or something with this song? But he's definitely been school is out and it's sort of a buzz. Back, Back then, I didn't really know what it was. We came in at the same time on that. That was pretty impressive. That was hot. It was hot. And a great song, by the way. It is the summertime. Well, listen, Doc, be careful. Kick some ass and bring some Red Snapper home. Well, the plan is, is um, you know, this and then getting back from the Keys and props getting back from... Um, from the you know Virgin Islands somewhere wherever St. Martin how can can you get into the Virgin Islands prop if you're not a virgin I don't know they just barely let me in you know I had to fake some passport information yeah you have to you have to take you have to to take an extra you have to take a lie detector test you can't show them the size (laughs) of your hog though what if you're telling the truth and do you have a blood sausage boy (laughs) um so we're gonna be off for three or four weeks now that's right little hiatus hiatus we want to put a close on uh season five it's been a great season absolutely beautiful season had some great road shows but go back if you haven't listened to the previous episodes go back and check it out we are um we hope to continue um you know mid-august probably early to mid-august and uh that Brings us right into the NFL preseason. Oh, baby! On we College go. Football. Let's get some good. Uh, here gonna, we go. We know how fast. Studio guests here. Now that it. Now that. Hey, we, we can. got some good teams coming to Orlando with the Big Twelve now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh. Let's go. So, season six will be upon us next time we are uh, back on here, which will be before you know it. We're gonna blink and we'll be right back in this in this uh, studio and. Telling you, goes fast. Right, and the Doc and Z show, where we always spin with props. Yo, yo. We appreciate you listening and checking us out on Facebook and Instagram because we know if we didn't have the listenership and the support and, of course, all the money that Spotify gives us, we couldn't make this happen. That's true. Actually, do you know that the next time we'll probably have a show is when the kids, the Thursday that the kids go back to school. Back to school. Which will be August uh, 11 August 10th should be our next show. We'll see, but but you'll see. I don't know. Just bring back some fish. Props will be uh, waking up again at 5 4 35 o'clock in the morning. Well, um, well, if we get on the water, if we get some good video, we'll put it on Facebook. Again, check out reefdonkeyfishing.com. Thank you to our sponsor because we are in the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios where. we're always factory direct to you again, buildfactorydirect.com, Another big one props. You are the man doc. Enjoy. Enjoy your summer boys. Doc and Z. Out.